insurance policy on his own life because he pissed off the mobster. I'm not kidding. This is a real thing. Um, has to take a test. Has to take a um. Has to take the um, Yamanori Shinbun entrance, like employment test, which is basically a test that they give all journalists to be like, oh yeah, you can write here. It's fine. And so the moment where they focus on the on the clock in the in the exam room in the live action version, and the way that they avoid paying um, the pretty famous Japanese watch company that the clock logo was just on, the way they avoid paying that brand fee that like brand um that brand placement fee basically is the out the second hand is covering the first letter of the word mark and that's enough to get them out of the cost of it because every time you see coca-cola the Coca-Cola logo. Every time you, every time you see the Coca-Cola logo with like somebody drinking a Coca-Cola with the logo facing out, um, or every time you see a computer and you see the logo like um in billions, if you've noticed, they use almost exclusively Windows computers, and you see the Windows logo on it. That's a brand promo. And like I said, these are big businesses. Now, oftentimes, what's important here is that you have these brands to present a variation of realism. Because in most, in most things, like brands surround us in our lives, they're a huge deal. Brands like Facebook, brands like... You know, Apple, brands like McDonald's, brands like any video game company, any magazine, any publisher of an anime, any anime studio. These all kind of knit together around us and are part of what we think of as an important part of our daily life whether we realize it or not. If, you, if you're listening to me on a phone, which you probably are, you can look at it and you can see, you can look at the back and you'll see the logo of the company that made it. We're swimming in this stuff constantly, even if we don't think about it. But Darren Light, the problem, every time you show a logo on screen, you have to kind of pay the person, especially if it's like Coca-Cola or if it's Apple or Windows, or any number of those things. But what has happened in the world of anime, because they are trying to make a version of reality you'll understand and you'll buy into, is the animators have come up with these, the animators and original source um, mangaka have come up with these great, weird, deeply strange um, kind of wacky brands, fake brands, essentially, 
And I'm going to give a couple of them to you now. So instead of McDonald's there, and I pulled a bunch of these off of the um, fake anime brand Wikipedia page, which is by no means an exhaustive list, but is a fantastic list, which you can go, which I'll include a link to it in the description of this of this episode that you can just click on and go have yourself a fun time. In some cases, a very overly nostalgic time. So, here's just a couple of them. Um, instead of McDonald's, we have Black Donald with an upside-down McDonald's logo that is neon green. Instead of Red Bull, we have Lloyd Bull. Instead of Pepsi, we have Peepoo. And it's P, and that's spelled P-I-P-P-U. Instead of 7-Up, I know, I don't know the McDonald's one, and I, the McDonald's is also from The Devil, the Part-Timer. Um, that's a pretty common sub for McDonald's. I don't know the the McDonald's or the Lloyd Bowl or the Peepoo one, although I suspect the Peepoo one is from something in the 90s, I, uh, like Cowboy Bebop or something. Um, the 9-Up one is from, I think, Lupin Part five uh, Lupin part four pretty early on like they're in like a soccer then like a soccer hooligans bar in um in um some Italian country um and it's just like up on the wall as part of the bar promotional stuff they got which is very off-putting and funny um and then instead of, say, Sega, we have Sega, spelled with a Z instead of an S. So, <laughs> it's just this, and the color of the building is not the Sega blue, it's like a Pepto-Bismol pink, hilariously. Um, so, you already get the idea of, like, instead of, instead of, like, just slightly changing the color, the, like, sound the spelling or the look of a lot of things, what they're trying to do is get you there in the same way that um, something else has been done for years, especially in American television and films, which is money. So if you have no idea what, what the deal is with money and... Um, and with money, with American currency being depicted in shows and movies, especially American shows and movies, it's actually illegal to show a real dollar. <laughs> you can show, and it's so illegal that prop money is a many times not street legal, not legal. It's seen as counterfeit um, by the government, like they'll come after you. Um. Or it's, and, and most prop houses just don't carry it because it's, it's too much of a liability to have good prop money just lying around. And the reason for this is because essentially consumers aren't paying enough attention and would just easily take fake money. In fact, I think um, a bunch of years ago when Rush Hour after Rush Hour 2 was produced, a 
bunch of it, like a brick of his prop money, made it out onto the streets, and like the CIA had to like go find that stuff and go after, and like some people got some sternly worded letters and some government fines. Um, that I think might have threatened that movie's profitability. But the long and short of it is, they, like, for a different reason, they can't show prop money in, um. They can't show real money in American shows and television. For a period of time of the of Mexican peso, what in the period of black and white movies, the Mexican peso was actually used as a stand-in because it looked enough like money for people to be fooled by it. But now when you look at prop money, it probably said something, it's probably very weird and very clearly not real. Like it says in Dog We Trust, it has like the Shinu Iba, the Shinu Iba, the Shinu Iba's like dog instead of the president or something, instead of like the the Illuminati thing or something. It's just so clearly not real. For like uh for the reason of not wanting to get like prosecuted by the CIA, which was actually started to catch like fake money all over the country, which is pretty interesting. But, like I said at the top of this, this stuff wasn't come up with because they're trying to, like, keep fake money out of circulation in Japan or something. It was come up with because they don't want, they don't want to pay, in most cases, brand appearance, um, brand placement, like, advertising dollars to stuff because most anime is run on... Not a low budget in what you would think of as a low budget, but a lower budget than they would ideally want to create something. One of the glories of, as a kid, going to see the Pokemon movies was you got to go see Pokemon that was just dripping in money. If you've ever seen, if like you've ever seen a movie version of your favorite show, take something like Demon Slayer for example. It, you look at it and you like you see it's got like a sheen to it that is not present on television animation for a bunch of reasons. But the primary reason is they got more money to do it. They're not they don't have a per episode budget. They have a whole ass budget for one thing for like an hour and a half to three hours of just one thing <laughs> and they can go for it and this is true also and I've talked about this in my um, conversation about Star Wars Visions which you can go listen to in the podcast feed um, it, that's a Thursday episode that I did but one of the reasons why Studios are in, may be interested in doing a um, anthology series if they get a huge budget for maybe a couple minutes of animation. So that can be really that can be really profitable for them because, or really freeing for them because they get an amount of money that says like, hey, we can really go for it here. Like if you watch Studio Triggers. Two, I believe, um, shorts and um, Star Wars Visions. 
you see that, like, holy shit. <laughs> they got, like, their ultimate nerd project and the budget to blow it out like nobody else could. And they go for it. <laughs> it's real good. But, so, you have the problem of them not getting enough budget to afford unless you get a, um, like... Unless you get, say, a cup noodle for, um, a, like, cup noodle to the anime that's, like, produced by cup noodle. Or an anime that's produced by an electronics brand. Or, um, I think it's, I think it's Code Geass that was, like, produced in conjunction with, um, Pizza Hut. So, like... Pizza Hut is all over that thing like a wet blanket. It's so weird. Or you get weird fantasy projects, and these tend to happen at the peak of the anime bubble, like in the early to early mid to early mid two thousands when we were in the anime bubble. You got like a Magical Girls anime produced by Subaru. There's um a anime right that's airing right now only on Infinity's website, I think, that is being produced by Infinity about, like, street racing. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, there is, and I did a, po- I did a podcast specifically about this show called Basquash, and Basquash is, what if, what if Megas XLR plus basketball? What if giant car robots plus basketball and oh yeah they're wearing giant nike air shoes because it was entirely produced by nike (laughs) or entirely funded by or majorly funded by nike and so or you get things where um you have like whole brand buy-in so uh, the best example i could always think of of this is a show called um, Tiger and Bunny, which you can actually watch on um, Netflix right now. And it's this world in which superheroes are, like, on a game show about being superheroes, and, like, they get scores for stopping crime. It's very dystopian. The whole thing is very dystopian, darling. But it's also every hero is, like, brought to you by logo on chest. So, like, the main character... Is brought to you by like a pretty well-known Japanese brand, but there's a um the character named um Ice Rose, and she is just straight up like she has got one sponsor. It's Pepsi. It's specifically Pepsi Next, which is fucking wild, and she's got Pepsi Next logos like all over her body in her superhero costume. It's slightly uncomfortable, <laughs> and. It's and there's a there's a character who's like got all the nerd brands on him. It's it's a whole thing. But like I said, you can't really unless you unless they're paying for the show, you can't really show these things. So I'm gonna give you a couple more of these because this is just fun. Um, instead of Heineken, we have um, Hiriken. We have Hiriken spelled H-E-I-R-E. K E N. 
Um, instead of Sony, we have Somi. Instead of um, and this is actually a great um one to stop on because I want to talk about this one in particular. Instead of Amazon, we have Zamazon. So, one of the more common things that they try to do with these brands is oftentimes they have to have these as stand-ins for like stuff you would see multiple times. And so there has to be some consistency. So like when someone has an Apple, like an iPhone, which is really common at this point, they have to come up with like, okay, what's the fruit we're going to pick? Or what's the very, what's the weird tweak to the Apple logo we're going to do? Sometimes it's a pineapple. Sometimes it's an apple with like two bites out of it. Sometimes it's like a, an apple that's a square shape or a cube shape. And they have to show it the same. They have to show it the same every time. There was a um a anime that was produced that was um on Amazon. It was made by the same person who made Revolutionary Girl Utena, and it's got a major plot point that revolves around like Amazon bottling like boxing up your emotions and shipping them back to you or something. And so they needed an Amazon clone. I forget, uh, an Am- like an Amazon clone. And Amazon wasn't it. I forget what, it was, the show was called Sarah's Not My. Um, and just like, you see this enough, and it's a very clearly, <laughs> and this is a great moment for a fake brand, because the fake brand is serving two purposes. The fake brand is served in in Sarah's online. The fake brand is serving the purpose of the show can be produced without Amazon's input or like um or without needing to without Amazon being able to charge a brand a brand placement fee. But in the case of Sarah's online, it also gives the show just a little bit of of distance. And the reason why that's important is because Therathon Mai was a Noitamina block show when it um, originally aired. And what that means is it was produced and it was partially paid for and aired in the Noitamina block. But what it also means is it's just anime that I'm pretty sure was exclusive to Amazon in the um, season in which it was released. Um, which means, which is true because Amazon went out and they, instead of trying to license individual shows every time, they actually licensed, they used all of their Amazon money and said, we want to license for the next foreseeable future anything that airs on the Noitamina block. And the reason why you would want to do that is because up till that point and continuing past that point, much of the anime that airs in the Noitamina block is really important, really groundbreaking, really, like, interesting, experimental Japanese animation shows. It's the way, and if you look at Noitamina, it's animation spelled backwards, it's a whole thing. Give you an idea of some of the shows that have aired during there. Um, 
Honey and Clover was a Noitamina show. Um, I've done a show about that. Um, Paradise Kiss was a Noitamina show. I've done a show about that. So you get the idea that like these are experimental, slightly more mature, slightly more prestige shows. Um, Scum's Wish was a Noitamina show. Um, but these brand like. By using that brand, he can effectively do a parody that has a... The director can essentially do a parody that has a lot of thoughts about Amazon in it and put it on an Amazon... Like an Amazon streaming service for outside of Japan. And be like, what are you talking about? I'm not... I'm not taking shots at my... At my bot... At like my boss's boss. I'm just making commentary on, you know, next date on, like, the world of sitting at home and being able to order anything. That's not specifically about Amazon. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, sure, Kurohiko Igoara, you fucking weirdo. You also made it real gay, as you want to do. But that's, that's besides the point. <laughs> um, so, I, and I want to share another couple of these with you. Um, since we're, since we're getting down to it, um, we have, instead of Pocky, we have Rocky. Instead of Burger King, and I love this one, we have Burger Queen. And instead of, um, CNN, we have BNN. And here's what, and with BNN, and with the BNN comparison, I want to make a... A, a um important distinction here. One of the brands we don't think about an awful lot is all the TV brands, all the weird little logos in the bottom right-hand corner of our TV that say, hey, you're watching this network. Those are big brands. Those are like big corporate media companies, and their brands are tightly controlled and mean something. Um... If you see, like, The Simpsons mocking Fox News, it's because The Simpsons was produced by Fox for many years. And I would bet if you look at the episodes that line up with that, it was when they were on Fox instead of on Disney. <laughs> and it, that is a... In the same way that, say, Last Week Tonight constantly takes shots at AT&T, that was just what, what The Simpsons was doing in that period of time, because you take some money that's offered to you. And it's, it's so, like, you get weird moments, like in the Cowboy Bebop movie, Knocking on Heaven's Door, the moment where you see a news broadcast, and it's, um, it actually, I originally wanted to use a still frame from that news broadcast Moment, um, sequence as the uh, ti as the title art for the Sunday shows, for the Sunday shows that I've been doing, um, and that was called CB was called Cosmic Broadcasting Channel or something, and they called it CBC News Live, which sounds awful like CBSN Live or something, and that's really why I want to leave it. The reason why they can have so much fun with these is because they try to do one of two things. 
They try to either like this um, brand called Loco Cola from I don't and I forget what um, show that Loco Cola is from. They want to do two things. They want to make a or or one of the other of these two things, if not both. They want to make a brand where it looks enough like the brand where your brain is almost tricked into doing the mental gymnastics, being like, oh. That's, that's just a, I know that beer brand. Okay, that makes sense. Or they want to, and, and or they want to induce a kind of linguistic thing that tricks your brain also into, instead of saying local cola, you say Coca-Cola in your head when you see it. You just fill it in. And, like, and for... A lot of the brands, they come up with little things like they come up with like Con with like Conex instead of FedEx. That's from a Ghost of Shell episode. Um, there's a or like Microsoft Win Wingdings, Microsoft Windows. Or, um, this is from work, this is from, not from working, but from, um, New Game, I totally didn't catch it. It's just, Quequel for Google. And if you've listened to any of what I just said, all those fake brands sound just enough like the real brand, where if, like, you see it and your head, like, tries to do it, it's just like, it's like, oh, Google, done. It's trying to... Make a fun little thing out of something that just lets you believe that, like, oh, these people inhabit the world. Okay, cool. Moving on. And because they're animators and they're given, like, the authority to animators or manga artists, and they're given the authority to do this, they end up just kind of having fun with it because they can't use the real brand. <laughs> So they might as well kind of get there and have fun along the way. And on that note, um, if you like this podcast, new episodes of the show come out every Thursday and Sunday. Thursday is a more metatextual show. Uh, Thursday is a more traditional anime podcast where I talk about a series or movie or sometimes live action series. I think I'll probably talk about the first three or four episodes of Tokyo Vice, because it's, it's an interesting, weird show. Um, but Sunday editions are more like this. They're more metatextual. They're more about, like, fandom. They're more about, like, little things that anime like fake brands um, and the industry and stuff like that. So, um, until next time, I have been Alex, this has been Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition, and I'll talk to you on...